You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Dylan Peterson for Chirp Radio, also with Amanda DeBandons. Hi, Amanda. Hi. I'm with King Khan and Barbecue at the Empty Bottle. They're about to play two shows this weekend in Chicago. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Very good. Superbly sick, but good. Oh. Yeah. Yes, you got the emergency. I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's tasty. This is a, a, a campy thing, right? I don't know. Am I wrong? King Khan and Barbecue show, uh, I feel like you could be on like Pee Wee's Playhouse or something. Yes. I, yeah. Yes, totally. I, lo- I love Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yeah. And, we, and we're eternally uh, children, so... Like yeah. I just turned 83 this year, and I feel uh, like 8 12. or something like that. Yeah, 12, I think maybe. 12, 12 is like the age that we're... Like yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. Fuck but kind of discovering sexuality yeah. on, the, on the cusp of understanding like I've the seen orgasm. a booby in a weird film, but I don't know really what that does kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like squiggly porn era. Like being able to masturbate to squiggly porn, you like know, when because you can't get the cable channel. It's kind of off yeah. and weird, but you know something's going on, and you're shooting blanks. It is a challenge. I remember as a I, child, it was hard to, you know, keep it going. Well, I didn't have cable when I was a kid, but my grandma did. Ooh. Yeah, that, that's, that's a, my grandma had a plastic covering on her couch for many reasons, and I think one of them was squiggly porn. And I'm sorry, grandma. I know you're dead, but I'm sorry. You guys uh, are growing up, though, uh, <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> uh, you're not 80 yet, but you've been at it for like a couple decades, both of you, right? Together. Yes. And, and yeah, you're no longer teenagers. <laughs> but uh, where, where are you at now in the rock and roll game? Uh, like, what's changed? Um, nothing, really. I mean, we... we I think that we were lucky that when we were teenagers, we, we had a band together Yo. and we kind of had the same formula like Thanks. back then, know you know, things. I mean, obviously we've evolved in other ways, you know, uh, but um, I think that when we make music, it's it, we kind of always kind of revolve around the same uh, inspirations because, you know, I mean, doo-wop, you know, old gospel, rock and roll. Yeah, we're able to punk. tap into many things that were, you know, very important to our adolescence, essentially. And I think when we tap into that, we can also tap into that same energy that's there. So we feel like teenagers. And yeah, I mean, we don't evolve also in the, in, in the way that we just still do whatever we want. Like, we don't have people to... We're still the same scumbags who control everything we do. Except Mark is a very good calligrapher. Yeah, I've learned calligraphy and... I'm pretty good at it. I'm one of those guys that just like if, you, if it's your birthday, like it's, it's gonna be nice. Oh, you'll get a card from he Mark Sultan. that Janis Joplin stamp that you see everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to take credit or whatever, but yeah. What are some hobbies you've you guys have picked up along the way? Uh, just whether it's uh, on tour or yeah. I, I taxidermy living things, and that's uh, it's very uh, avant-garde. It's also very uh, illegal. So well, it's Germany, it's okay. Yeah. And I, I, I actually taxidermy photos of his live taxidermy. Right. 
So it's like a postmodern kind of take on his postmodern art. Uh, I started uh, doing a uh, a series of mime performances, uh, um, the mime with Tourette's, and it's it's basically me dressed up as a mime, and then I I break out of the invisible wall, and I abuse the audience. Yeah, his hands get very very violent, very. When you start saying, you know, in yeah, particular, it's putting really fingers and holes. that you guys uh, are you still in Berlin you still live there awesome and you've been there for at least a decade now too yeah I've, I've been there since 1999 yeah so a long time I, I lived there around I lived there for whatever six or months or a year or something like that way back in the day and now I moved back finally four years or four years ago or something. but I don't live in the city proper I live in a forest yeah I want to. I just want to go live in Berlin at some point. Just personally, it just seems yeah, like no, a just, really exciting city. I think um, especially in this time we live in now, and this is a serious thing. Um, it seems to be the only city, uh, kind of bereft of certain negativities and negative energies that are there, but they're more historical than anything else. And I think traveling around, I don't know. It's re really free. And when you're there, you feel like I've. When we have friends visit, they're just like, "Oh, you can do anything," you know. As yeah. long as you don't harm somebody, you can do literally anything, and not in a North American way where they have like, "Oh wow, there's 30 kinds of chips, freedom." It's not like that shit. It's like. <clears throat> but then again, I just live in the forest. Cool. But like you were saying about Berlin, it seems very free. And a couple times I've been there, I've been like, "Man, the vibes here are just incredible," and I feel like that really in is perfect for what King Kong and Barbecue Show are about, where right. just whenever I've seen you guys on stage, whether it's your costumes, your music, it's just, we're going to, even this interview right now, just the, the stream of consciousness you guys have given me, is just like, we're going to say whatever we want. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's like a very important art is to not fear uh, anything and to create without fear. And that uh, is something that we've been trained, like when we were, when we were playing punk music as teenagers, we had like all these juvenile delinquent children, or not children, but you know, teenagers and stuff, coming to our shows and causing havoc and stuff. And and among those, we had a, a couple, you know, a couple Mohawk warriors too, who were like always ready to, you know, to pounce on anyone if they were to, I don't know, cross us or threaten us or something. So we had absolute freedom to be complete idiots on stage. And, yeah, we, and, and we pushed were, the envelope, yeah. yeah, like, it, you know. There would be, like, explosives going off, literally, and... and or people bring bags of raw meat yeah, at our shows and just throw, chick, like, raw chicken wings all over the stage and just stupid stuff, but super fun. It is fun. That's the whole yeah, thing. It's fun, right? Just to not have rules, again, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Yeah. 
I think it's pretty liberating. And yeah, we take that somehow serious, not seriously, but we enjoy not having rules in our lives. And not because we're like, ooh, we're crazy or whatever. It's, like, it's not that. It's just that obviously you see, especially these days, that rules are just horrible and they lead to bad things, you know? And our kids turn into very responsible, intelligent human beings. Yeah, because they shun Because they see things. their parents are just like, you know. Ridiculous. And you are responsible. No, Amanda, you, you noted, at, you were at their last show that they were um, environmentalists, right? Yes, I went to your subterranean show, I think maybe a year ago, and it was the, you're talking about the otters and how they were choking on the tampons, and you told everyone with diva cups to pull it out of them and put it in the air and wave it high, and I remember that it was amazing, and it's inspired me to purchase a diva cup myself. That's, that's great because I think they're incredible. My whole family uses them. Um, and know, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's it's sad that America, America is so uncomfortable with like female, like with periods, for example. I mean, for example, I know that in my my daughter had a a friend of hers who uh, was Sri Lankan, and when she had her period, like their whole family has this huge like celebration, and then she sits in a bathtub. And all these relatives come and pour milk on her and give, feed her sweets and like, and all this crazy stuff. And I, and and so I thought that was really beautiful, you know. And because I mean, I I know that most most people, especially in Canada and America, you know, it's a shunned topic. You don't even bring it up in front of whatever your family. It's just just stupid. But we love diva cups. I think. I mean, could you imagine how much garbage is saved by that? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. From one for each. Yeah, it's incredible. And I mean, yeah, we need to start doing that shit now. I mean, things are really rapidly going very bad. That's another thing, I mean, that when we grew up, like psych like psychedelics and stuff like that, we, we used to abuse psychedelics, you know, like a lot of a lot of psychedelics. And find nowadays a lot of people just don't go and experiment that far. Or maybe they do, I guess. No, I think I now know. it's changing. But I think it's like the wrong you know, like when everything's legalized, it kind of and I'm not saying things should be illegal. I'm saying that the people who sometimes experiment with things it's like you know it's like magic it's like if you put magic in the hands of somebody who is going to hurt somebody with it like Voldemort yeah then you that's not good not everybody should have access to certain, like I don't want to see a like a football player tripping on acid I don't want to see that oh you know god I mean? no. no no well this is funny the last conversation I had down here not the last conversation but I talked about you uh, in an interview down here, King Khan, with uh, uh, Ripley from Moon Duo, interviewed him down here, and this was almost our whole conversation <laughs> was psychedelic drugs, and he's more of a proponent that, yeah, let's, um, yeah, make them legal and safe, and... Um, that, that, that's true. There is, 
there is like oh, a friend of ours, for example, we, we used to hang out with in Brazil is now, you know, like fully doing this ayahuasca kind of retreats and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I guess that's, I mean, that's great that people are tapping into that. We just did it naturally because we wanted to get high yeah. and, and, and really high, you know, and hallucinate and stuff like that. Yeah. Ripley also mentioned, because I asked about how he got hooked up with you for the music video that Moon Duo did, um, where you were kind of a shaman of sorts. And he's like, oh, yeah, King Khan is a shaman. <laughs> it's like that wasn't that's even a nice. character. Um, the, Mark, can you confirm? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think he's got, a, he's got the power to heal people because I find a lot of people are looking for solace. And he's your man because he knows all about it and he can help you out. And there's a certain kind of person that can do that. Yeah, I think that, like, that's the kind of problem with the word, the the word shaman, you know, it has such a, there's a big egotistical connection to that, that is really anti that, you know, if it's, people are actually doing a service to help the greater good of people, you know, you're, that's like, you have to sacrifice the, the, you know, the, the bullshit image that, yeah, ego it's, we're not we're not like evangelists. We're like we're vessels. closer to being yeah a vessel of energy and and I think I mean you know the nature of our of our of our work is that you know we are confronted with thousands of people you know every time we tour you know which we every year we keep keep doing it and so you have this collection of experiences of with souls so you know we know how to manipulate the spirits and, and, and make them jump, jive, and harmonize. barbecue you're playing a couple shows at empty bottle this weekend and that's a beautiful thing so excited for everyone who's going to get to see you tonight we just want people to have fun and uh, especially uh, you know lately i think people this is your safe space so to speak and just have fun and enjoy rock and roll and just get into the energy and live your life and enjoy it yes it's such a pleasure talking to you guys thank you so much for talking to chirp thank you Take care. Thank you, bye. Dylan Peterson for Amanda the Bandons for chirpradio.org. Thanks, guys. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.